Hey, what's up, fam bros? This is Tatiana King-Jones, and on this episode, we discuss the terrorism that happened in Charleston. We also discuss that another white man is going to be Spider-Man. And we chop it up with our special guest, comedian Damian Lemon. Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. Doodle. And welcome, Internet, to another episode of Fan Bros. The show where the bros are fans or something to that extent. This is your boy, DJ Benjamin, a.k.a. El Diablo Abogado, a.k.a. Onyx's fifth member, a.k.a. the Kevin Bacon of the Internets and the captain of the spaceship. I'm here on Fan Bros Show, the voice of the urban geek. And I'm joined, as always, by... Tatiana King-Jones, the Grand Duchess of Tech, a.k.a. the Horror of the Spaceship, a.k.a. the Black Russian, a.k.a. Lambo Calrissian, a.k.a. the co-host on the Fall All Nerds show. Yes, for yeah. All Nerds. <laughs> and also, as always, in the third seat is... Chico Leo, uh, back uh, with my Afro Cheeks, so I can uh, resume... Calling myself Afro Cheeks. Nice. Good to see you, Chico. Yes, you too, everyone. And joining us in the fourth person. My name is <laughs> Shake Sula, the Mike Ruler, the old schooler. I'm kidding. I'm Ty the Robot. I'm happy to be back. That was a nice that shot was to my, Yeah, there, it, that was my homage to Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Nice. They're ending after 13 years. Oh, Sorry man. for y'all ear drums being blasted out. Yeah, for real. <laughs> <laughs> for real. There goes my hearing. No more Aqua Teen Hunger Force. What was the little green uh, digital monsters? The oh, my aliens. God. What are their names? Squidbillies. No, 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 on no. the show. It was oh, a little on, green one, a little uh, and a purple one. Yes. Yeah. And they would come and burn oh, and destroy. Yeah. yeah they was, talked like this. Yeah. <laughs> They, but they were always oh, the so little, the intent on destruction. And they were like pixels? Yes, yeah. yeah. Oh. They look like space invaders. Yeah. Someone out there knows. Yeah, definitely. They'll, they'll let us know. They'll be letting us know all week. <laughs> <laughs> Word up. Big shout outs to everybody who listened to the Fan Bro Show second anniversary. Was that just last week? Man, it seems like ages ago. It certainly already. does. Ta- time, uh, time has a weird uh, dilation weird, factor. Yes, there exactly. you go. That's that word you're looking for. But yeah, shout out to everybody listening to the second anniversary episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We definitely did. And we are now moving on into the new year. New action, new drama. New season. New season. All kind of stuff going on. Before someone, let me pause it for a minute. Before someone <laughs> comes at us, the Moonanites? The Moonanites. All right. Yes. All right, so don't 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 tweet. Also, us, big shout out to everybody who thinks that Captain Sistro is not a glorified janitor. Thank you. Yes. And and sorry for those who were looking up to me to save the day. I'm sorry I was on that paprika. I just <laughs> <laughs> honestly I I was in shock and on that. So I apologize. Yes, I knew Mr. Cisco was a starship captain of the of the USS Defiant. A lot of the other stuff I did not know because I was not a huge Deep Space Nine fan. However, I am a Captain Benjamin Cisco fan, so. There we go. Thanks. Hey, and his name is Benjamin, so I got to give him shouts. You yeah, know man. who else is on that paprika this week? It's your boy Diddy. <laughs> <laughs> now he on that bad sauce, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Diddy is full on everything. For those who don't know, Diddy is out there swinging, 
kettlebells and making terrorist threats. Anything to grab and swing at somebody. Kettlebells, yo? Yeah, no, they I do re- have a handle. They're, no, they're very ergonomic. And, all, and also, you have to think like this. This is like the perfect mur- murder weapon because, you know, it's like there's everyone's DNA is all over it. There's sweat. There's fingerprints. That's there's true. no way to identify if you really swung it unless you get caught on video like Diddy did. Speaking of murder, he they said that he could have killed him. He if Diddy, uh, Puffy, I call him Diddy. His name Puffy. If Puffy connected, they said he could have killed homeboy. True indeed. And they also said that this fight went on for a second because Diddy rushed into the coach's office. Why did he hit him? Because the the story goes that he was like all coaches do the the coach well the the condition his strength and conditioning coach was yelling at um his son what's the, what's the son name that worked that that goes to UCLA that's on that's a red shirt for their team and he was yelling at his son to like basically like you know do better blah mm-hmm. blah all coaches do that and apparently Puffy who is what they call a helicopter dad who's <laughs> always around all <laughs> the time so he thinks he's a coach right yeah, thinks hovering. he's a coach and I guess didn't like the way he was talking to his son and. Had put his hands on. So there's, there just happened to be a kettlebell right there for him to swing. No, no, no. This is how it went down. They said that Diddy rushed into the office. The coach was st- strength conditioning was was on the phone. Told him wait. Diddy wasn't feeling that. Swung, hit him. Diddy was dragged off him, dragged into another room where there was a kettlebell weight. See, he forgot he was black. This money got him thinking he could do anything. <laughs> Listen, I just can't get over the fact that you know he as, got too much money to be acting like that. As mm-hmm. me and Chico were saying earlier, you know, you can, you know, you swing a kettlebell, made some threats, and you're a terrorist. You know, you shoot nine <sighs> people in a church, and you're a troubled young man who was quiet and soft spoken and soft spoken and a loner. Ex- except for his black here. friend, who's been very vocal on. Uh, <laughs> who how about is that? that dude? Is, I mean, yeah. is it Don Lemon? Who is right, that? Right, yeah, exactly. They put a wig on Stacey him. They got Dash. Him. Yeah. That's who it is. Yeah. What's, what's been going on? I've been missing this black friend. Wait, have you not seen the interviews with him? No. Oh, no, no. It, this is the first time. Do they I mean, start they... with, like, uh, Jason Roof's black friend? Basically. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he basically. No, but what's outrageous is the black friend is talking about. Um, they were drinking last week, and he had his gun, and he was planning on shooting up a college, so we took his gun away from him until he sobered up, and then we gave him the gun back. We had no idea he was going to shoot up this church. And, like, yeah, yo, I mean. But, you know. Uh, talk about, like, I mean. Sound, that sounds like a... an elaborate story to blame his black friends. Yeah. They no, no, no. The, yeah, no. The... And how are you friends with someone who's clearly. Right. Like, and I'm not going to say the term crazy because dude is not crazy. Dude knew what the hell he was doing. Right. He's a racist. So, right. And, and, a, and a violent. And a terrorist. Racist terrorist. So well, the, how are you friends with right. someone like well, that? Well, the I'm story confused. goes is that he wasn't really racist until the whole Trayvon Martin case. And that's when his view of the world started to change. Because Crystallized. Yeah. So the boy was his friend prior. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he just became Well, apparently when the Trayvon Martin case happened, he saw George Zimmerman's side and didn't get why all of this Everybody was so up in arms about it. So he started digging into the Internet, mm -hmm. you know, doing his research, found himself one hate group, joined another hate group. And it just spread from there. Did but his yeah, they definitely. Manifesto. No, we can't call that a manifesto because a manifesto actually is well written and oh, made sense. True that. You know, so we can't recall really this a manifesto. More like his racist rant. Scrawling. Yeah, scrawling bullshit. Gotcha. Uh, I love when he talked about how if you just turn Jews blue one day, they would see who they are and they would what realize. The? Would they be Smurfs? <laughs> like Papa Smurf? <laughs> right. And they'd be. It, that's Wait, mo- that's it, closer to the reali- than, to reality than maybe to you. I don't, get that, I don't yeah. get that. Oh, one. trust me. Like I said, we can't call it a manifesto. <laughs> <laughs> so his basically his extended diatribe about why he is justifying killing black people, and then uh, he was talking about not just black people in that, right? He was talking about the Jews and what else? 
Oh, he was talking about everyone. He, he, he goes, showed up like he, Aryan. He, yeah, he goes down the line. Person, you know, yeah. he, he he puts Arabs in there. You know, black people are the worst, of course. You know, we're dumber. You know, weaker. We're always worried. The one that I loved is he said we're always worried about being black. You know, like we're always thinking about. I race. got to because I, I get mean, shot for being bruh. black, so I gotta worry. I mean, it's one of those things Walking when you don't while black. when you don't live in the stand. Living you know, while black, living while black, Pr- praying while black, praying while black. Like, yeah, I'm worried. I'm worried, son. Like, what do you want? You know, this is a classic case, like they say, of oh man, so many just wrong-minded things. Like, you know, people thinking that, like, you know, this is what we are faced with these days: is that the white male believes that the country is being taken away from him. But. I mean, I mean, is anyone, is anyone else going to say it? Or go ahead. Well, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Did, was it ever his? Right. Oh, well, yeah. Well, at one point, they thought it was. They took it at one point. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Point, so took you it. took the toy out of the sandbox. That doesn't make it yours. Right. Ouch. Right? Bitch. Ooh. And everybody, I, I, it's it's so weird to me that people in 2015 are sitting up here saying, "Oh my God, the country's going to hell. The country's da da da." The country of America has never been peaceful. Has never been kind to people. There's never been a state of American history where things were just peaceful and perfect. The country was founded on violence. There's this great. This country quote. was built on violence. Right. There's a great quote that I can never remember the whole saying, but it basically says that America is the only country that went from like being called uh, like. You know, from rough, crazy to like a civilization without ever becoming civilized. That's a great way to put it. To echo, I mean, I've said this. The quote's even better. I've said this before in the past, and to echo Obama last week, we are the only advanced nation that has this much violent gun crime in the entire world. Hear the words, advanced nation. Hear the words, and just think about that for a minute. Don't give me no, 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 GOP bullshit. I'm dead ass serious with you. And think about that and do your research because it's right there in the open on Google. <laughs> like, don't play. <laughs> I mean, there's not much to say. Like Obama said, you know, you know, he just looked tired afterwards because he said He there looked tired tra- when he was saying it. He was like, I got he literally said, Y'all motherfuckers got me up here again for the same shit again. That's and, what his angry self just said. And he knows that the politics in DC aren't gonna let that shit change. No. The NRA runs Washington and they're not giving it up. Other politics will have you to believe that they're going to take down the um, rebel flag over the Capitol. How do y'all feel about this whole flag thing? I think that the flag flying there gives someone like Dylan, whatever his name, Dylan Roof or Storm or whatever. His name is Terrorist. Right. But I feel like it gives them a sense of legitimacy that he certainly doesn't have and shouldn't have and and that's part of that's part, one part of, of it is because they can look up down. and see this flag up there or if you live in mississippi and see the flag in a quarter of your of your of, of your state flag or if you, you know these people who have yeah. it in another state on their license plate i think tennessee maybe like it adds a legitimacy because these are government things and so i actually do think that the flag coming down is something that means something and it doesn't mean anything right now but there's going to be a whole generation of kids who are going to grow up where a confederate flag is not flying near the capitol true that yeah. that is something yeah, i no, mean that's i mean that's the way it should be they lost they started the war they lost the war they shouldn't be continued to to fly the flag and this whole idea of like, yeah, it's just it's just our heritage. Yeah, it's your, it's your slave owning heritage. If that's heritage. what you feel, that's like what the politicians have been saying. Right. Like, put it in a museum. Yeah. And no, look right. at it. Look it, at it in a history book. Learn right. about it. But doesn't but the Confederate doesn't the Confederate flag only cover like five years of American history? Yes. Four. Total. Four. Yeah. 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 
But that's so, the, and that's the problem though. It is a symbol, and symbols do have strength and power. Like you were just saying, yeah. words symbols have power. So to see to grow up under it is a thing. So yeah, it needs to come down, and that's. I mean, it went up from from what I've learned. It went up in 1961, so it wasn't up there the whole time. But it went up on, on that capital and right around like the height, and and like really the, when the civil rights movement was gaining a lot of traction. And that was on purpose. That was yeah. to show you, okay, y'all may be protesting for your rights, but just to let you know, the government is on this side. Like, that was very specific. Right. And, and as you say, that also leads back into your point, Chico, that that is, their, that is literally their banner of legitimacy. Exactly. It removes a certain level of legitimacy that should never have been there. Right. Um, in, in any way. So, I mean, that that's something, but it's not, I mean, it's certainly not... You know, there are nine families and, and many more people who, you know, that doesn't mean anything to. And there's also, you know, in America, we're a capitalist country. The fact that Etsy and Walmart and all these other companies are not going to, there's no law that's telling them they right. need to not carry Confederate flag stuff. But right. they're recognizing that the for the first time ever, the majority of people in this country actually do give a shit enough. Cause, yeah, because that, Walmart is no longer selling it. Right. And Etsy is actually a house for, for, for people who do stuff by craft. So right. their own I thought thing. you said SAE for a second. I was about to Not go Etsy. off. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> Etsy, Etsy. That's a whole other day. No. So, you know, I think that that's, that's a sign of that the general direction of the com country. And, yeah, it should have happened, you know, in 1961. But, you know, 54 years later or whatever that is, you know, right. is, is better than 154 years later. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, you know, real quick, shout out and blessings to all the families, everyone down there involved in this tragedy. Mm -hmm. Shout out to everyone who's been, you know, spreading the news and keeping the word out on everything that's going down. Burn a Confederate flag. Why not? But don't. Because then you got to buy one. So I say, fuck oh, that. Uh, why you got to buy one? I, Take I, somebody I, else's and burn that Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're going to say, well, Fan Bros told me to steal this flag. You damn stupid Fan Bros told you to do it. <laughs> They're all made in China. Oh, so yeah, it's the yeah, it's, and, and, and in the Middle East, when you see the Palestinians burning the Israeli flag, they actually buy those Israeli flags in Israel. So they're giving an Israeli <laughs> dude money to burn that. So the whole thing, it's the same thing. It's ridiculous. Well, I'm not going to pay for my Confederate flag that's going to be burning. Right. So. All right. You could definitely draw one on a piece of paper. You can send it. Send send us an image of Fambros of you burning your your piece of paper <laughs> with the with the Confederate flag that you drew that you didn't have to pay any money that you worked for. Sounds good. That works for me. Get in your best Johnny Storm costume. <laughs> oh Lord, that's right. Oh, Flame on. Oh man, <laughs> it's clobbering time. <laughs> oh man. Speaking of you know not happening, you know very good things in some other red, white, and blue news this week they finally cast a spider-man is he white, is he, white? <laughs> is he straight is he is he is he young and good looking uh i don't know if i can answer that okay. last part of that okay. um he he looks he's white okay really he, yeah oh amazingly my <laughs> oh my god you we're know. shocked you know, well, I, it I is, wait, wait, but he, it is Peter Parker, so and they're contractually, well, Sony is contractually obligated to keep him white. I was keep expecting him like a Pedro Parker, a Pablo Pedro, Parker. Pedro or Pablo Parker. We okay. haven't got to talk about Peter this. How, how do y'all feel really quickly about this Sony ruling that he should be white and straight? We're calling it ruling like the court yeah, of Sony. No, it's their contractually. Sony has a contractual obligation of whoever directs it. They they bar their director or writers, whoever, that and be, let me be specific. If they're writing or showing a movie 
doing a movie about Peter Parker as Spider-Man. It has to, one, he has to be a heterosexual, two, he has to be a male, and three, he has to be white, and there's a couple other things. They did say, however, that if he's in canon, like if he's written in comic books to be something other than heterosexual, then they'll open it up. But for the most part, it's, it's default. Yeah. I mean, this is standard. I think standard like brands protecting their brand in the sense, yeah. and I don't mean protecting oh, protecting from from turning them black. Like when I I worked at at DC during the really bad Batman movies, and at one point they changed Batman's costume very minorly, and the people at in Burbank well, freaked out. No, they changed it in in the actual like Detective Comics, but oh. it was a very minor change. But the people in Burbank flipped out, and it just has to do with. You know the 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 brand. I mean, this one I I'll be the first to say so. You know, say anything negative about Sony and how they handle their superheroes. <laughs> but I think this is more standard corporate. Like anything they can think of, we don't. You know, like you can't do this without checking with us because then it just creates a precedent. And then if they did something, they could be like, well, you didn't tell us we couldn't do that. Right. So they list all the possible things. Right. So I, I thought it was whack when I first read about right. it. But then, like, when I look at it from a legal perspective, because I, you know, I got some legal background, um, when I think about it, I'm like, okay, well, I get it. Yeah. But it's kind of whack. I like, like Ty said, I'd like to see a Pedro Parker. I could give a shit about, <laughs> But then you know, they would have to write a Pedro Parker. But I could give a shit about, you know, Peter being white all the time. I you could know? give a shit about Peter. But, like, the, but the other <laughs> argument is there's already an established character that's not white miles morales right and they haven't made five movies over the last 12 15 years with miles morales and this is like the what the fourth have... reboot third fourth reboot of yeah well spider-man so why not on to the you know actual facts behind the case tom <laughs> holland is now joining the legions of white male actors who have played spider-man who the fuck knows I know it's directed by John Watts, who has a movie, Cop Car, I think. Yeah, Chico saw that Sundance. movie. He I saw, saw that screening. movie. I, I oh, cannot. Oh, Cop Car. That's right. With Kevin I remember, Bacon. Yeah. 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 How was so it? So I, I, I don't really see how someone could walk into so Sony or anywhere <laughs> with Cop Car and be like, give me Spider-Man. <laughs> and they gave it to me. Right. So I well, feel like, you, you know. You, me, and Dupree preceded the Winter Soldier. That's yeah, and, 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 and actually, I actually saw a Russo Brothers film in a film festival like 15 years ago that was awful. Like, I walked <laughs> out of it. It was awful. Well, they got better. Yeah, they definitely got better. I mean, that's a fact. But, um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, Cop Car was okay. I mean, if, if it was on Netflix or you were at home, but I wouldn't recommend it. I mean, basically, two kids steal a, uh, cop, car. A, a cop car from a dirty cop who's got, like, people, like, drug dealers in the trunk. Oh. And the kids discover that, mm -hmm. and then the, co the, co the dirty cop has to figure out where his car is. And it's not a comedy either. Doesn't sound like it. No. Um, well, but Kevin Bacon did lose all his, his money in the Bernie Madoff thing, and that's why he's on the following, and that's why he's doing even more <laughs> And his mortgage money. And his six degrees has moved down Someone's to five degrees. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, it's directed by John Watts, who did this cop car movie. And, you know, it was a little local movie, whatever, independent film. And, you know, that's how Marvel does, though. Like they said in their press release, they like right. finding new names and new, you know, talents to bring this to life. Tom Holland has done a few roles. I've never seen any of them. He looks like a scrawny white dude, so I guess he can be Peter Parker. I don't know any of the movies Tom Holland is in. Like, I'm looking on his IMDb page. <laughs> well, how old is well, he? Well, he was in something with Tom Hardy called Locke, L-O-C-K-E. Missed. Yeah, I don't know that, and I've seen yeah. a bunch of Tom Hardy Well, he's supposed movies. to be a kid, right? He's, yeah. he was, well, he's yeah. young. He was born in 96. Oh, yeah, he's a baby. 
Oh, <laughs> Louis, baby. What else? Locke? Well, what else? He was in Locke. He was exactly. in something. And, and that was in 2013. In 2012, he was in something called The Impossible. 2013, he was in How I Live Now. And oh, I've seen that. You've seen that. I've seen How I Live Now. Okay. Yes. He, he was in that. And okay. then. There's a bunch of kids Something in it, though, else so, that looks so. like he or he voiced the animation. Wait, is that about like British skinheads? It, no, it's about nuclear war. Oh. 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 Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. It's on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. I haven't watched Netflix. it, but I've seen it on Netflix. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. pretty good. How I Live Now, check that yeah, one out. And he's, and he's actually British. I knew it because, yeah, How I Live Now is a British film. Yeah, so. Uh, and these Brits keep stealing our the heroes, boy. Man, yeah, they, the went, all, they, the went, all, they went all the way in and made sure that boy is white and straight. All right, well, Tom Holland will play Spidey. John Watts will direct. Someone will care. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with more Fan Bro Show. <laughs> Yo, what's up, man? Yo, it's the camera Never So Bad Entertainment. You know what I'm saying? Mixtape coming February 33rd. And you right now, you locked in with Fan Bros, dog. Is that good? And welcome back, Internets. Hope you've been enjoying this episode so far of Fan Bros Show, the voice of the urban geek. It's your boy, DJ Ben Hamid. And it's time for our new segment, Geek Wintley Asked. Questions Look and at yes, you. yes, I almost dropped that out. AKA guac is extra. Guac is extra. I like guac is extra better. But it, but you, but then you have to explain it. what you guac explain means. It. Yeah, so, they'll get it after you know once we're world famous, like we already are. Right. Anyway, what's up first on guac is extra? Well, I have some questions from all of our wonderful fans on the Twitters and all the other social the networks. Millions and millions. All right, Portia sent us a very lengthy question. She said. My husband is constantly teasing me and calling me out for being on my phone all the time, and it's starting to bug me because I don't bother him about his ridiculous gaming habits. Just last night, he went to a damn midnight release for Arkham Knight, and I didn't say anything to him about it. He always has his PSP on his person, and as soon as he gets home, he commandeers the big TV in the living room with his PS4 and his endless games, chatting it up with his bros on the mic. But I'm the one with the problem. Admittedly, I am on my phone a fair mm-hmm. bit, <laughs> but he doesn't. <laughs> he does the same. Mm-hmm. Can I di- finish <laughs> the question? Finish. Go ahead. <laughs> Admittedly, I am on my phone a fair bit, but he does the same crap just with games. Have y'all ever went through this? What should we do? We need a resolution. Thanks. Love the show. Well, what up, Portia? Big shouts to you. And um, hmm, I don't know. Y'all ain't gonna make it. Wow. I'm joking. Yeah. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Dead ass serious. I'm joking. Um, the reason why I say that that I'm actually joking, but um I am married to a gamer. I'm a gamer myself. Um, and I actually don't play as many games as I used to because of my gamer husband. We actually have the same issue or somewhat of a that issue where He'll be on video games all the time, and I can't play shit because he's hogging that one TV. So I get you. I'm on the same page. I also have the issue with the phone. The thing y'all have to do is sit down, have a conversation, and make it known that you both need to turn off your respective devices at some point and talk to each other. For instance, if y'all driving, one driving uh, and one sitting in the passenger seat. Don't be on your phone. Or mm-hmm. if it's the other way, get off your PSP. Like, have a conversation. That is one thing that my husband and I have realized that we have to do. 
engage with each other and put the devices so down. So just like have time where there's no devices? That, and I would I would absolutely suggest a planning time where like whether it's like an hour, like a day or or some point in the week where it's like turn off all devices. Meaning yeah, I've heard TV, a couple doing that. All of that. Like no, 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 no electronics like Luditeville, like none of that. Just talk to each other and just be with each other. Now, I understand certain things don't really work. Like for us, like the schedule, like scheduling, like who gets to play the PS4 at this time and this day, that don't work, especially if y'all both into it. So all I would have to suggest is y'all have to like be very vocal and communicate and choose times or just certain aspects of y'all life where it's just about you two. And the more y'all talk to each other and just be um i guess communicative the better you will be off because the electronics can really get in the way so and, get, and, and don't do the blame game either about will you be on your psp yeah especially when you phone, started off with admittedly i'm on my phone a fair because y'all bit. both wrong y'all both wrong yeah yeah well, she right. realizes that she you know she's on her and phone that's too. fine i know but, that's but fine. just don't do the, the, the women the the, the 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 nagging and all that stuff i have to learn the hard way all that doesn't work never it, will. it makes it worse to be honest it's when y'all sit down and have a, a discussion about it about how it makes you feel and let and hear his thoughts as well and i like i said i think y'all just need to have some time where y'all set aside for is just you and him time. I think you need to get another TV. That, <laughs> that too. That too. That too. Chico, you Chico are you single? Um, <laughs> well, I, I, curr- and, I currently am. And single. Chico's defense, and Chico's okay. defense, especially if you're gamers, because I'm planning on getting another TV. Right. And another <laughs> system. It's just sometimes you just got, if you have the money and the means, just do it. Word up. What's next? Um, we have another question from Heroes in Color, but it's so similar to another one that I'm just going to combine the two. All right. So this is from Heroes in Color and Sheptar. Name some good old movies that could benefit from a remake. Also, the second question, what movies should have never been remade? All Ooh. of them. No, I'm joking. Um, well, they're going to make remake Logan's Run. I think that's I, a bad I, idea. I, yeah, I'll, I don't I'll want them. That. I'm going to say now, I don't want them to remake any more movies. I don't like remakes. Like I don't, I'm trying to think of a remake. But occasionally really they work. It. I mean, so like the remake of the thing from the early '80s. Yes. That's a good one. The remake of Invasion of the but. But you're right, it is occasional. The I don't remake like. Of I don't think the percentage. Of I don't think the percentage of working versus not working. Dawn is of the of. Dead. Dawn of the Dead is another really good one. Good. That's. A, I mean, they, but and but I you're love right. The original too. Yeah, it's like one in five is is good. And I think and that's too low of a of a percentage. And yeah, I don't. Th- I, no, I don't want nothing to be remade. I kind of agree with you for different reasons, though. Why? I feel like all of these eras, or maybe certain eras, but like all these movies that get remade are from these eras where these movies were like original and fresh. And I would like it for my generation to have that kind of like era original where fresh. we get to have fresh ideas and fresh movies where that that build a cult following and have like 10 10 20 years later they want to get remade or just like looked at again with, with such reverence because yep. logan if logan's run is getting remade that's awesome but like where's the logan's run of 2015 but you know to right. build, to build on that i also think those movies that were made in those time periods and those eras uh eras were made within a certain scope so there was maybe something political or social or something going on during that time that fit the scope of that movie it doesn't always of course if it's like a future film whatever like a sci-fi film is whatever but certain films it's just like it belonged in that time period or that decade and and when you remove it from that just to say oh i'm redoing it you get shit like jim no but you uh, also get planet of the apes the new planet of the apes movies are very dope yeah those are dope okay yeah so that's the, the one out of the five. No, we've works. already named a few others that work. I don't too. know that. I never saw any of those. I don't know. I don't uh, know. They that. That's not my era. So well, part of the, uh, part of the other work. question was, what movies would you want to see remade? Well, let me say this too. Uh, like you were saying, Ty. You know, like I won't say that it's a movie that needs to be remade, 
but it goes back to what you're saying about Logan's run. It's like House Party. You know, that's I don't want to see a remake because there's no way to remake House Party. But I will say, Wild Star and Chris Brown. Yeah, I will say that. Bow Wow was in one of the House Parties, wasn't he? I think the so, new no age the, the uh, immature Omar yeah. Omarion mm-hmm. was. Yeah. And what about but, re- oh, but yeah, let me yeah. finish my point here, <laughs> yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, <laughs> what I'm saying is a movie that you're talking about for this generation is like I saw Dope this weekend. And Dope is one of those movies that 10, 20 years down the line from now, people are going to be talking about it and be looking back at it with that reverence. Yeah. So there are, and I'd much rather see more things like Dope than to see a remake of House Party. And I like the idea of respecting the reverence. Like, House Party is reverent for that time. Like, why why just respect it? You have to remake it. You couldn't remake House Party, though. No. Because that was so of the era. Yeah. That was early, late 80s, early 1990s. Yeah, and that's part of my other point. Like, why? You wouldn't go see House Party 2016? Mm, with Meat Mill. <laughs> Next <laughs> no. question. Wait, wait, what about a reimagining like The Wiz and Wizard of Oz? They've done that already. Is that it was a remake? Called, it was called The Wizard or whatever with uh, James Franco. The Wiz right. isn't The Wiz getting like a TV thing? The Wiz is getting upcoming? a TV. Uh, uh, oh, I didn't yeah, know that's that. Getting a remake soon. But but like t- The Wizard of Oz, they've done that. A yeah, no, that's true. They're from a different ways, angles. Different perspectives. Like, eh, like some things, I just really genuinely feel should just be left alone, and I'd rather to see fresh new ideas. I'd like to see a remake of Blackula. Next question. <laughs> Vampire in Brooklyn didn't do it for you. <laughs> that didn't satisfy you. That's the one with Eddie Murphy, and he had yes. all that hair <laughs> when he had a mullet. <laughs> looking like a black gambit. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I tried so that. Blambit instead of Blackula. Oh, okay, next question. <laughs> Wolf Juice Shop asks, why isn't anime and manga a part of What's the- up with all these Klingon names? <laughs> His name is Wolf Juice Shop. Stop, stop, stop. No, that's my people. That's, a, that's our people. No, so that's stop. my people. Me and them be chatting all the time. Yeah. What up, Wolf Juice Shop? It's just when you say people's <laughs> names out loud. It does get a little weird. You know, it does. What is it, Chirac? What, the previous one was definitely a Klingon name. His name was Sheptar. Sheptar is totally a Klingon name. <laughs> I know, Sheptar, that's my homie from Howard. Howard, you? Anyway, keep moving. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm dope. I think Klingons are dope. Bisons. All right. All right. Wolf Juice Shop asks, why isn't anime and manga part of the Fambro's artillery? And also, how do you guys feel about Marvel and DC animation? Now, I feel like this is the question for me and Tatiana, but I'm going to let Tatiana get it out first. Can I, can I give my answer? Go first. Go for it. <laughs> because I don't want that I, shit. I can, I can, <laughs> no, I can see it already. I can see from Tatiana's face right now. Me and her are probably on the same page. No, no, yeah. no. Trust me. I, you know, I'm an old school kid. You know, I grew up on a, you know, Acura, all that, you know, but I don't really. Acura. <laughs> Acura. Let, her, Acura, let him get it out. You know, I butcher the name, you know, but at the same time, I, I tried Attack on Titan. Listen, I don't care about. I'm enjoying. Tr- I'm enjoying Attack on Titan. Okay, well, right first, now. first, we are actually building up that arsenal. In fact, we True have indeed. a writer who is now our czar of anime, our anime czar, Miss Deadly Diva, who nice. is on Fanbros.com heavy, putting out all sorts of um, like editorials and lists and all types of stuff. And she's going. She, it's more coming. So stay tuned. We're actually working on that because that is a big facet of our. Of we our also, own fandom. Yeah, we also live tweet Toonami every Saturday night, watching anime every weekend. DBZ. We, we talk about that heavy. We talked about uh, Attack on, uh, excuse me, live tweet Attack on uh, Titan. Attack on Titan. And all sorts of stuff. So yeah. it may not be as visible as you want it to be, but it is, we are building it up, and we do hear you, and we've thought about this forever anyway. And if you want us to talk about anime, we have this great segment on the show called Geekwently Asked Questions, where you can ask <laughs> us to talk about anime. There, there we go. go. 
And as far as um, Marvel and DC animation, some of it's the greatest stuff ever, you know, put down. Like, that goes without saying. I'm going to stop you right there. Marvel some an- of it. Let some. Me, no, I'm going to stop you right there. Okay. Marvel animation is some of the worst shit I've ever seen Earth's in Earth's Mightiest life. Heroes? Mar- like, they're animated movies. Oh, yeah, trash. Oh, the but Earth's Mightiest Heroes was working. Earth's Mightiest Heroes Ant- is really that good. That was dope. And, that Avenger- was dope. and Avengers Assemble picked up during season two. I'm enjoying okay, that. Okay, true. Marvel's wow, animated films that, I'll, I'll are trash. I agree. I can't remember one good one. I can't remember one. Ooh. Yeah. 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 DC's right. films, however, pretty good. Yeah. Well, long story short, we are going to be talking more about anime and manga and things of that nature, so just stay tuned. Watch Young Justice. Is that it? <laughs> 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 what? That's such a... Okay, that's so current. Oh, uh, hey, I, I, wor- I worked on a Teen Titans Go card game like 12 years ago. Oh. So, you know. Good job, Chico. All righty. I'm so Here's proud a gold of you. star. Um, if you have a question for the Fanbros, you can email us at contact at fanbros.com or you can tweet us at Fanbros Show on Twitter. Word up, and we'll be right back after this break with more Fanbros Show. What up, it's your boy Jesus Nice, aka Young Chipotle. And when I'm not illegally downloading MP3s or ripping them from SoundCloud because you artists want me to pay money and I'm not going to, I'm listening to Fan Bros. And welcome back, Fan Bros, to this very special episode of Fan Bros Show. You know what time it is. I got to introduce our special guest of the week. Joining us this week, star of MTV2. Stage, Madison Square Garden, worldwide, funny man extraordinaire, looking around the room like he don't know who I'm talking about right now. Who better, you or Kevin Hart? Oh, shit. Wow. (laughs) Me, nigga? I didn't even get his name out. (laughs) Damian Lemon is in the studio, in the spaceship. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that warm, generic intro. I warm like you was like, MTV. No, I'm fucking with you. I think it, nah, thank you so much, man. I was I'm, trying I'm, to do it without looking at my notes. I'm glad to be here, man. Thank you. Thank you sound so enthused. Hell yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> now I'm excited. I'm excited. Well, we had a we had a little beating, and I don't know if I met the full criteria, so I'm just, I think my energy is matching the disappointment in the room. Ty didn't witness the disappointment. Ty left the room, but there was some things that were said. Well, you know, we asked, you know, one of our first questions of any guest we asked is, you know, how long did you know that you've been a fan bro? Yeah. Do you even know what a fan bro is? I know it's a a, a fan of, you know, comic book culture, uh, sci-fi, but brothers and sisters of the Nubian contingent, I would imagine, <laughs> fan bro, I don't think it's a fan Caucasian, I think, I mean, not to say that we don't know, I don't want to alienate anybody, but I felt like it was kind of targeted towards those 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 uh, blacks, Latinos, and inner city cats or whatever that are overlooked and underserved when it comes to that Comic-Con, you know what I mean, comic book, science fiction realm. What's our tagline, guys? Say what? What's our tagline? The voice of the urban geek. Boom. There you go. That's the political. It's hard out here for a geek. It's also a tagline for that dope movie. Have y'all seen that? Yes. Yes. He has. Did it it speak to your soul? Hell yeah. It was good. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. That last speech in it, I say again and again, and that's like the fan bros. When he's talking to the camera at the end, that's just 
That's yeah. us right there. Yeah, I feel yeah. like it's a spend. It's a good time for the fam, bro. I yes. feel like I feel like you know people we, are talking about like it's 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 you know it's a revolution. I don't want to say it's a revolution. Movement. Nah, revolutions it's, it's don't make money, movement. and we we want you know we want something that makes money. You so think movement. revolutions make money? I don't know if you know MLK gets revolutions paid. take money. There you go. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah revolutions no, cost money. It is a good and time. Lives. It is a good time. I I even open it up further. It's like just to see black people in popular culture that aren't stereotypical and their their like their likes and their interests and their performances and shit have a bit of nuance. You know what I mean? That's just mm. you know that you would see other places. It ain't just some regular, regular shit. It, you know, y'all get into yeah. it. We ain't smoking talking. weed and drinking 40s anymore. We can still do you that. We can still do all that, I but you can also like Star Wars. Yeah, you can like Star yeah. What's better? Than a 40 than, in Star Wars. Yeah, or some weed right. in, in. Well, yeah, they, well the other tagline is we're all for all nerds. There you go. Man, bro. So part of it is not just black people, people of, of color, women, gotcha. you know, heterosexual, homosexual, like all it's that. All inclusive. All inclusive. Nerd out with us. So, what yeah. makes you, why did you say you don't think you got the credentials? Cause, I mean, wasn't you in Spider-Man? I was in Spider-Man. Thank you very much. I was so, I mean, you got Spider-Man. something going. I think, yeah, I got a little something going. I just, listen, I'm not going to, I can't hit you with origin stories and, and things of that nature. Like, that's a little intimidating too. Wait, which one were you in? I was in The Amazing Spider-Man, the first one. And I'm going to tell you what was cool about that. It was like the reboot again. You know how they've yeah. been rebooting it. <laughs> Uh, this was the one with uh, Dennis Leary and Emma Stone and uh, who played Spider-Man? Andrew, Garfield. Andrew, Andrew Garfield. Garfield. Exactly. What I liked about that was when I I had a short stint where I like collected comics and things of that nature, right? And um, my favorite comic book was Amazing Spider-Man. Above all the other Spider-Man, better than Spectacular Spider-Man, better than regular Spider-Man. You just named like you you well, you, you in on this? I thing. had no. I'm, I'm telling you, I had a limited season. I had about four yeah. years as a fan, bro. <laughs> That's a it was a red shirt. Time, it was decent. Yeah. 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 I could get I could get a bachelor's in yeah. fan broism. <laughs> he was a red know. shirt fan. Bro. Yeah, I was a red. Yeah, I got yeah, I got some people. But I, I came into the fan, bro, or I came into comic books honestly with a. Uh, with an ulterior motive, I came into it to come up. Like, I came into comic book collecting and baseball and basketball card collecting because I saw some money in there. Mm. I saw mm. if you keep them shits in mint condition, you might be able to flip it yep. and, and prosper. Mm. But that didn't happen. It never worked. <laughs> it never <laughs> happens. <laughs> never happens. Never you ain't got no money for your Pokemon cards? Nah, I ain't getting none of that. Everybody's 401k that they thought was going to be, probably got thrown out or some shit. It got thrown out, actually. Oh. Yeah. I had some joints, too. I, had, I mean, I don't know. I had some decent pieces. Yeah. You know, I, had, I had some nice things. I had Punisher number one. A little silly shit. I don't know if that's a good stat to throw out in 2015. No, I don't. I, listen, I'm, yeah. that's Ben. He would know. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, thank you. I'm, I'm happy to be here, man. But you're also a sneakerhead, too. Like I like sneakers. Like, yeah. you know, we got, we got Sneaker God uh, Premium Pete Absolutely. up in the that's, LSN that's, network. That's my so. people. Yeah. All right. That's an ally. Dallas Penn, you know what I mean? Yeah. I know them cats. Those are good cats. They they definitely got their footwear shit together. So you still like you still you still supportive of Fanbros. You know what we're talking Oh absolutely, to do. absolutely. <laughs> no one can hear that I just, salute. I just did a salute for the podcast audience. It wasn't audible, no. but it was a full on yeah you know I mean. It was a no. salute. So Ben, I mean skimmed over it, but what like who are you? Because people don't know who Damien Lemon is or Damien Lemon. Demi Lamont. Yeah, who are you, dude? Just a black man trying to make it in America. 
Uh, we all you do a little bit more than no, trying to make it. You do a little bit it. more than that. Uh, I'm a shit. I'm a comedian. I'm from New York. I'm from New York. I was uh, born in Brooklyn. Grew up between Brooklyn and Austin, New York. I went away to college in Atlanta, Clark Atlanta University. Shout out to them. Hey. Then I came back. Uh, you know, I had a, a a nice brief stint in the uh, I guess the entertainment industry. I worked at Vibe Magazine for a while, and then. I always, I always wanted to do comedy for years. People was like, "Yo, you funny. You should do that shit." Blah 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 blah. And I, it took me years to get the nerve up. You feel me? And um, mm. and it was yeah. And um, I got wait before you continue. Go ahead. Clark Atlanta. What did you major in? Psychology. Word. Yeah. Mm, makes sense. I think so. I think, I think it, it applies. It applies. It works for what I mean. You know, you just stretch psychology to anything. All you got, you know. And what was that process in getting into comedy? Because you said you had to work up the nerve, but there's something else going on in there to make you do it. Like some comedians go in it because they live this world of hurt and pain for so long, and that's the way to get it out. Mm -hmm. Were you that type of person, or nah? And I, I, I kind of think that's like, uh, I don't say stereotype, but it's just it. It becomes it's cliche. Like you know what I mean? I think most people kind of grew up similar like they i think the thing about comedians and why they always tie them to darkness and pain is because when you see them on stage more often than not they're making people laugh right so when you come off a of stage and you just got done performing and making people laugh a whole room laugh and then you might want to be quiet and introspective that shit looks like dark and tormented because <laughs> it's such a contrast and Everybody else could be at the same bar drinking the same type of drink but if you was on stage making people laugh they're like he got problems. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I had the same type of problems we all had. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nothing super nothing super crazy. But I wanted to do comedy because I was nine years old and I got introduced to Eddie Murphy via Delirious. Mm. My man next door, Monty, shout out to him. We were both young, unsupervised children. So we could watch that type <laughs> of wild shit. And we learned. We learned delirious, damn near like a uh, like illmatic. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. I knew it down to the pauses, like you know where he does everything. Just the you know. So what happened? It started as us just reciting lines back and forth, making each other laugh, and then you just start to you see the power of a laugh, and then it became. I used to do like Rodney Dangerfield impressions and shit like oh. that, and that would get a laugh, and then it was about getting the laugh. So that's where it all started, and um, reason I say it just took a minute to to like uh to get into it was i'll tell you a story that i never really told about this is the re one of the big reasons why i never fucking did this i stood away from the stand-up shit because cats when i was coming up i was just a lot skinnier too cats be like yo nigga you look like chris rock but this was chris rock pookie chris rock where you ain't <laughs> one this wasn't top five chris rock with the new yeah, this yeah. is pre-fame teeth you didn't want to be rock. Chris yeah rock. Nigga, this is the one you ain't want to be associated with no veneers yeah exactly no filter yeah so um so i was like i don't know if i want to be associated with that type of shit but then i was i always like making people laugh that's how i made my my friends and shit you know just talking shit in the back of the class and talking shit wherever you know what i mean and then people were like yo you need to do that you need to do that and i was nervous about you know it not going my way because up until then i defined myself as being a funny dude mm. And God forbid I find out I'm not funny. I'd have to find a whole new definition of life. 
so in my twenties. Well, it sounds like like laughter is your currency. Like it's a currency for a lot of comedians. Anyway, like is that like deep rooted? Like if you didn't get to make somebody laugh, like if you told a joke right now and I looked at you stone faced, would you be like, "Fuck my life"? Like, I wouldn't be stone faced, but I'd probably work on another piece of material to get that laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get it. You know what I mean? Like I, you know, not You're that I, not that I need. Yeah, I'm, I think so, but I'm not. It's not that I, I'm needy for it. It's just one of those things. I don't know if it's the currency. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, you know, yeah. That's an interesting question. I guess, I guess that's one way that I could break through to just about anybody. You mm. know what I mean? On a humor level. You know what I mean? Race, creed, all of that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? If the, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. How do you feel about comedy, like the current state of comedy right now? Because like Seinfeld mm-hmm. has been recently making a lot of yeah. statements that have been getting the rounds about how comedy is neutered basically because you can't say anything yeah like even today like today they announced that the new spider-man was cast okay and there's this ruling beforehand that sony said he has to be white and straight so that's was, what they said yeah like you know because they wanted peter parker to be white and straight okay so i was to go on twitter today and be like yo did they ask the actor are you gay before mm. you know they before they cast him see and him. then i i stopped myself because i was like ask that but okay yeah i want to see you fuck something <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? see that's see that's what i mean yeah. that, i thought it was hilarious yeah. but i'm like yo people might take this the wrong way yeah. so you know i didn't want to say nothing it's bullshit it's right. bullshit. It's really <laughs> bullshit. It is. It's, but it, this is what's going on. I think it's social media more so than anything. Honestly, it's just the point that, um, is this a video? Oh, no. Fuck it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you niggas never catch a candid shot. They try- <laughs> anyway, um, nah, I just think that it's social media. Social media makes the noise sound louder than it is. Mm. You know what I mean? Because if you, if you stay off of Twitter for maybe 48 hours, you will be out of that loop. Mm-hmm. You'll come back like, oh, who they dragging now? Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like, it's a lot of people that get outraged for attention. You know what I mean? Like they they feel a way about something that was said and then they write a think piece or an open letter or whatever and it's really like, hey, look at how I was offended. Mm-hmm. Rather than if it was an offense, maybe let's not just smack the hand and be like, we don't want that. Let's have the conversation. Why were you offended? What was the, why, why do you think this person pushed you too far? Also, I think sometimes if we're talking about the social media, you know, spin or even like in news pieces, they always take the context away from comedy. You know, comedy without context is, it's terribly not, it's not funny anymore because it wasn't, you don't, you gotta set the stage for that shit. Like when you go to a comedy club, it's typically subterranean, mm-hmm. it's low ceilings, it's a drink minimum, people are tipsy if not drunk than a motherfucker. You know, and people are talking, they, you know, nobody is going in there, in my opinion, and I don't wanna say nobody, but I feel as a comedian, you know, the intent is to make people laugh. The intent is to, even if we're talking about uncomfortable issues, is to get you to look at something differently, to consider it. Maybe the laughter will take you off your guard. You know, everybody mm-hmm. got their staunch positions, but if I can make you laugh about some shit you never thought you would laugh at, you might want to have a conversation, and now we could explore certain things. So, uh, I don't know if that answered your question. I think, oh, back to the thing. <laughs> back to the thing with, the, like, with Seinfeld, for instance. I do agree with Seinfeld on that and I, th- I think Carlin was one of the first people to say that make that observation yeah. I love but um like when you go to a college campus you would expect it to be a little bit more progressive a little bit more you know a little bit more like forward thinking or a little bit more 
open to things that are, you know, not the norm. However, when you go to college, and I've noticed this from doing college shows and things of that nature and just from being a college student, when you go to college, this is typically your first time in the adult world, kind of. You know what I mean? You're in that little purgatory between real life and home life, you know? This is when you're starting to get your first, like, uh, you know, you're starting to form your opinion on various topics and things of that nature so you have very strong opinions about things and if somebody comes in there and they kind of challenge that it's it's a it's like a it's this reaction that's very like a knee-jerk reaction you know and then other and not to slight college students because i love you know you know whatever but um not to slight college they're doing their thing but they no 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 no. let me finish my thought most college students haven't lived real life you know what I'm saying? So there's a thing when you get to be like in your 30s or late 20s, you paying rent and you worried about if you're going to keep your job or not. And you in a real life relationship, you might have a kid or things of that nature, like real life adult problems. It gives you a bit of like the more you experience, the more you could point at, the more you can, the more you could. Uh, it gives you more perspective. Way more perspective. You could poke fun at things because you've made it through a lot of shit. You know, you've you've been on the other side of things. A lot of these people, a lot of these students, they haven't been in the real world yet. So they've been ingesting this is what's right. This is what's wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's there's no real margin of consideration or, you know, so. I don't know. But then on that note, like, how do you deal with something like what just happened, you know, last week, the tragedy that just happened last week? When can you, you know, start telling jokes about it? I mean, it depends. It depends. That's a tough one. I mean, you know. Yeah, like, what's the... I've always thought of... That's the this, good question, this is my, I mean. Like, what's the line? Look, I always... <laughs> I, I'm a comedian, right? So I feel like if it's funny, it will push through. If it's funny, it'll push through. There's always that whole, it's too soon. I think a comedy is almost sometimes too late. You know what I mean? Like, if you hit that, if you got that take on some shit that is tragic or that take on something that's heavy, that puts a needle into all of that tension and makes motherfuckers be like, oh, that's hilarious. That's, I shouldn't be laughing at that. That's like one of the best things as a comedian to get a crowd to be laughing at some shit that they should never laugh at. So, you know, it's, it's as soon as you ready to walk it back. You know, like, if you feel like, oh, I got one. You know what I mean? Be ready for that response. Be ready for that boo. Be ready for those crickets. Be ready for that outrage. But be ready to walk it back. You know what I mean? You know, so I can't say there's like this timeline. You know, there's no algorithm where it was like, well, how many victims was it? Okay, well, we got to put that through, you know. You know what I'm saying? I got you. You know, the old victim consideration algorithm. The algorithm, though. <laughs> That's the VCA. I think that was in it. That was it. That was actually good. You actually almost did it just now. That's good. Thank you. You got it. You I got appreciate it. the almost prop. All right, man. We got a much more show ahead of us. We're going to take a quick break right here. Damn, with I Nate. got pulled that fast. Look at this shit. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is that bullshit. No, nah, now, we're going to be right back with Damian Lemon and more Fan Bro Show. <laughs> Hi, this is Melanie Gintaya, and when I'm not actor, writer, whatevering, I am listening to Fan Bros. And this is Fan Bros Show, and hope you've been enjoying this episode here with Damien Lemon. Lemon. 
Lemon. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the fan bros. And, you know, we got to talk some news. It's been a lot going on this week. Mm-hmm. But we actually had some really good, hopefully confirmed by now. Not by, yet. By the time you hear this, God willing. It's not confirmed? Not yet. No. Okay. Is it? No, it's like Variety. Every other magazine is oh, saying it. Oh, the trades are saying it, then yeah. Except for Marvel. But the news on the street is that I don't want to butcher her name. Ava DuVernay. Yes. Has been confirmed as the director of the new Black Panther movie. Starring Chadwick Boseman. Starring Chadwick She just did Selma. That was the last black superhero movie. <laughs> 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 you didn't give it to. <laughs> you know, that was the funniest shit. I saw people be like, uh, I don't know if she can handle it. You know, and I'm like, yo, she just did the black superhero. Did I think she that bridge it. scene? I think she's going to be no, fine. Oh, yeah. The, open, yes. the opening scene? Yeah. It was crazy. She could do action. We couldn't separate it from Oprah, though. We was like, damn, why they hitting Oprah like that? <laughs> <laughs> they better take it easy on Oprah. That's Oprah. Where the fuck is Stedman? Yo, so I speaking of Stedman, I saw a tweet from him today. When he he tweets. Talks, he got an account. Yo, he, first of all, he don't have. Let him out the house. I didn't even think he. I didn't know he was on Twitter. <laughs> I didn't know either, but I was so mad because the tweet was something like, you know, like manifest your life or something. You know, one of those type things. Like, I'm like, Negro, you are living off of Oprah. Like, don't act like he manifested his life. He has the best job in the world. <laughs> Killing him. True Killing him. I can't, you know. Yeah. He spoke that into Shoot. existence. <laughs> Super capped. <laughs> Uh, Bars. So, yeah. Uh, so, everyone, I guess, is, you know, quite happy with this announcement of her. Like you said, she yeah. already directed the, the black superhero. I yeah. think she can handle a fake black superhero. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> cool. I just don't want Tyler Perry anywhere near this. <laughs> if this I know that they're friends in real life. I just don't want him anywhere near that this. That ninja shows up like he showed up in Star, Star Trek. I am going Did to Did you see Gone Girl? Die. I did. I did see Tyler Perry pop his great? head. Wasn't he was great? decent. He Thank wasn't you. bad. He was he acting. Wasn't he wasn't he didn't good. Say good he was though. Acting. He said decent. I don't. I would have to recall. I mean, he wasn't bad. He ain't take me out the film yeah. for a hot minute. I was like, God damn, is that Tyler Perry? Say, yeah, that's what I'm All I mean. right, that's Tyler, like, oh, go ahead. Yeah. He was acting though. Yeah. He was taking direction. I don't want him anywhere behind the camera, near a script, anywhere. <laughs> you don't like that. You don't think Tyler would bring uh, who we talking about? Which is which Black guy? Panther. You don't think Tyler could bring Black? I don't Panther? want the Black Panther to catch the Holy Ghost in the middle of the film. Huey, who we gonna play? He can't play Huey P. Not the, <laughs> not the Black <laughs> Panther. Not the Black, Black Panther. Panther. I know it's had to be some fan bros, but I don't know the <laughs> shit. So I'm going with Huey P. That's how, that's how I would fuck it up. Y'all want Damien in the script? I'm gonna be at, at what's the like, point? Why does he wearing all black and have shades? Why does he have an AK-47? <laughs> who who brought the wicker chair? <laughs> It can't be Huey without that wicker chair, that big back wicker boy. What? I want to know how the wicker chair went from being like a symbol of Huey P. Newton to being in the clubs, though. You know, when, know, you know when they had the cameraman. That wicker. And had, you know, Everyone had that picture. Yes. Back in the day. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Wicker's so durable. <laughs> um, but, yeah, she's going to do. I, I think she's going to be great. I think, I, think so, yeah. I mean, this is, this, I mean, shouldn't be too much of a surprise. It's a surprise that she got confirmed this quick. But if they've been talking at least for a couple months with, or she's been talking at least a couple months with Marvel to mm. do the quote unquote diversity movie. Like she can't do any other movie. <laughs> the but, Black Panther yeah. movie. Yeah. 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 That, that is, I mean, that is part of it where it's like, wow, you know. Well, it was either going to be this or Captain Marvel. And, right, they, and they're not going to let her take the, one, the film with the white woman in it. So Ouch. they're not. I mean, uncomfortable silence. <laughs> it's <Okay>. true. <laughs> Whatever. It's true. So, all right. Well, in some other movie news this week, the man who can do no wrong, The Rock, has been cast in a video game adaptation. Adaptation. Of, adaptation. Adaptation. I'm the butcher boy. That's, that's, that's fine. Of uh, the old school video game Donkey Rampage. Kong? Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> 
He's such a bruiser. I mean, he could either play Mario or Kong. So which one are you going for in this? I don't know who he's going for. <laughs> that's, that's, I like I like the rock. I Wait, keep it, so Rampage, like in the arcade with the ant, with the giant monsters climbing yeah, the so buildings? So basically the rock is trying to get, what? you know, he just did uh, San Andreas where he's getting yeah. that, you know, yeah. destruction money. Yeah. You know, uh, Jurassic World just made all the money. He was in that too? No. no. no oh, but, so yeah. he's trying but to, he just, he's he trying to get wave. the money that he didn't yeah. get. You he know, he's like, oh, okay. Dinosaurs. Yeah, I gotta pay me. Yeah, yeah. I need okay. some of this. Yeah. You know? The Rock is basically in, going to star in every movie. Yeah. You know, like I think by like five years from now, you know, I just Rock. He's probably gonna be everything. Did you guys watch his new TV show? Ballers. Ballers. I now. liked it. I liked it. I, I mean, was... it's Entourage for football players. Absolutely, it's gonna be the same episode every week, <laughs> every week. <laughs> and it's gonna yeah. be good every week. It's you gonna know? be the same shit. The, the Rock can I do guess. no wrong to me. That's all. You know, it's like pretty can, much at this point. Can I'll, we say this on the record? The Rock might be, no, not might be, he is the most successful crossover wrestler of all time. Yeah. He's superseded oh. Hogan. Yeah. There's nobody that's moved into the main. That. That's not even debatable. That's yeah. not debatable. You're yeah. right. Beyond You're the right. shadow of that. The Rock is the only action hero left. Yeah, so who else? <gasps> I'm thinking. Someone would have an argument with you about I that. I mean, like, of old school, you know, action like heroes. Like Stallone kind of. Yeah, like he's the only one who could carry that mantle. Uh, you the only guy you want to see with a machine gun is what you're saying. With, yeah. no, with like a rip, rip sleeves. Yeah, and a machine you know, gun. he's the only guy who I want to see like blow up a hundred, you know, brown well, people for no reason. Can you even wow. think of anybody else? No, that's yeah, what I mean. That There's no none of them people from Avengers. Chris Pratt, y'all don't. That's mess not with the him? same thing. That's though. not the same thing. He ain't tough he's enough. Not, he's not yeah, nobody. Nah. Liam Neeson too old. <laughs> well, he's out here. He's out here saving lives. So. He, yeah, he's, he's, yeah, def- he's, he definitely murdered a lot of brown people though. He definitely did he. Oh, in Taken? Movie? Well, man, he's man. He goes through brown people. Middle Eastern in I stopped there, right? watching yeah. Taken after the first one. Yeah, who did ridiculous. It? Yeah, you know. Yeah. Anyway. Enough of that. Anyway, well, you have survived the Farron Bros show, but uh, now it's time for the brap segment. Oh, uh-oh. you ain't over here yet. You oh, right? shit. ain't over here. Well, yet. I, did nah, I survive? I survived. But. Barely. But, it, but now. But now. <laughs> now finish him. <laughs> <laughs> I like that shit. Now we see. Are you ready, sir? Yeah, let's go. All right. What's brap stand for? Is that? It's a rapid fire question. So, you know, oh, whatever comes oh, first. Okay, that's what it was. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, bat, bat. Let's go. Good job. All right. Rapid fire shit. Number one. I'm going to take a thoughtful pause between each. <laughs> go ahead. You, you do that. Yeah. The Falcon or War Machine? The uh, War Machine. You, do you know who that is? I know who War Machine is, isn't that Don Cheadle? Yep. Yes, sir. <laughs> and Falcon is who? Was that uh, Anthony Mackie? Yep. yep. I'm going to go with Cheadle. All right. Shout out to Anthony Mackie. He's doing his thing, too, but, you know. He says some, you know, ridiculous shit. Anyway. Did uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was months ago, but still uh, yeah. ridiculous. Uh, number two. Oh, that was the shit when women got to go make him a sandwich or some shit like that? <laughs> <laughs> was that Anthony Mackie? Nah, he that? probably has. He said probably bought like something like that, but yeah. no, no. Uh, okay, okay. okay. Um, Luke Cage or Black Panther? Oh, we're going to go Black Panther. He hot right now. Ava DuVernay. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> there we go. The Wire Breaking Bad. Ooh, The Wire. Nice. The Wire. Strong choice. That, and that was, i tell you why. It's yeah. just way more plot lines that they fleshed out than Breaking Bad. They're both great, but The Wire dealt with so many. And when they did that HD replay, like mm-hmm. after Christmas, mm-hmm. yeah. it put it even more in perspective. You were like, damn. You know what I mean? Like, oh, this was fucking good. But Hell that's yeah. my point. That's my opinion. Most definitely. Magneto or Professor X? Magneto. Judge Dredd or Judge Judy? Judge Judy. 
you know, Judge, Judge Judy, Judy sitting on like ninety five million, and Bob. everyone says that. Oh yeah, she <laughs> all about the money. She go leather jacket shopping with so Susie she got Orman. The money, she got the shooters. Last <laughs> yeah. week they said they got. the Did shooters. Did you just say Susie Orman money? Susie Orman, oh, that's right. her homegirl. Oh, they hang out with each other. That's her best friend. They Word? hang out with each yeah, other. Yeah, and Susie Orman don't <laughs> never wear the same leather jacket. Watch it. That should be <laughs> so many different colors. Watch it. I don't know if she going to Dapper Dan or who, but she is killing that shit with that. You ever been to Houston? There's a Leather King down in Houston. Oh, is that what the name? Yeah, that's like a store, the Leather King. Wow. She might be there. She probably might own stock. Mm Mm-hmm. Wilson's Leather. Go ahead. What else? Is that it? No, it's more. Oh, shit. Let's go. Oh, it's my turn? Yes. Um, Teen Titans or X-Men? X-Men. All right. The big one. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. And uh, yeah, yeah, Star Wars. That's fine. Whatever. This is gonna be a rivalry because I'm a Star Trek person. Okay. So it's a, whatever. It's a winning choice. So is that well, you're a Trekkie or a Trekker? What do they call them? <laughs> no, I heard they wasn't her Trekkie's not the real shit. I've no heard more. that too. Yeah. I mean, there people. It's an it's an argument. I mean, who? I don't give a shit. I'm okay. a Star Trek fan, to be okay. honest with you. Um, uh, the Fresh Prince of Cosby show. Ooh, mm. I'm gonna have to go with the notorious Coz. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with Cosby still. I'm sorry. That shit made me go to college. <laughs> that, that, that spit off. Nah. Thank you. Yeah, Thank I'm fucking you. with guys. But yo, I'm you honest. Like, yeah. A lot of people, for some reason, now they can't separate nah, Cosby from, you know. Of course. Nobody want to be in the same sentence with Cosby. But Cosby show was. <sighs> shit was way better. You don't think so? No, no, no. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm can separate Bill Cosby and his issues okay. from the Cosby Show. The Huxtables. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Your favorite Wesley Snipes movie? Oh, damn. It's either New Jack City. It's probably New Jack City. I would say Money Train just to be different. <laughs> I just seen that the other day. But I hadn't seen it in a minute. I just, you know. Ooh. No, it's definitely New Jack City. New Jack City, yeah. <laughs> Out of those two? Yeah. New Jack City, yeah. I can't even think what else is there. There's Passenger 57. There's uh, White Men Can't Jump. Blade. 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 <laughs> right. Too Wong Fu. Too Wong Fu. <laughs> The fugitive, the second fugitive. And wasn't he just in um the Expendables? He they was. Brought yeah. him, broke him out of jail? Yeah, we're going to keep it at New Jack City. <laughs> <laughs> New Jack City is that dope. All right. Uh, Richard Pryor or Eddie Murphy? Ooh. That's a good fucking one. Um, Murphy's my favorite. However, this is the thing, like, Pryor's, uh, you know, he's 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 in the, the uh, generation before me. Pryor, too. I was interested. Yeah, I was introduced to Murphy first, and when you listen to Murphy and you listen to Pryor, it's a lot of similar. The line goes down. Similar things. Now, I will say this about Pryor that I think, as far as comedians go, and I didn't realize this until I started performing. I think he's probably the best in the way that he could be so vulnerable on stage, especially as a black male. There's this thing to be so hyper-masculine when you perform it, and he would, like, he would do things that would, like, shit, his shit would get deep. So, as a performer, I love Pryor, but who got me in the game, who sparked it, I gotta go with Eddie. Have you ever seen, you know, like, there's, like, three big Pryor performances that are on tape. Okay. But have you ever seen the early one that's before it? Oh, uh, where he's at the Village Underground and live and smoking, where people are actually walking out on him? And when he's talking about giving sucking head dick. up, yeah, yeah. he said, "Don't, don't, yeah, yeah, yeah." He said, "Don't, don't suck a dick because they can't. T- they'll tell everybody or some wild shit." I didn't. I'm quoting now. Let me. He let said. Me no, he said something about how uh, you'll get addicted. 
Oh, after, yeah, he after, he like, after, after you you know do it two or three times, and it, it was one of them ones. Where I was yeah. like, wow, yeah, that Pride, was crazy. Yeah, that was Pride wow. Gives no fucks. Nah, he got he opened all the way up. He peeled the layers <laughs> all the way back. All the way back. All right, finally, if you can have any one superpower, what would it be? Oh man, I think I said this before to teleport. You know what I mean? What? I like to teleport. <laughs> you always got to. Yes, I get to where I need to go. As I said before, I said, listen, if you, if you young black and you ain't got no money, you already invisible. So Ooh. that's not happening. Um, I like teleportation. I like to be there without the travel. You know what I mean? I if I didn't ever had to board a flight again, that would be beautiful. I don't even need to know how to fly. I just be right where I need to be. No lag time. You don't want to buy a metro card anymore? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Or I might, you know what I could do? I might stand outside the turnstile and ask for a motherfucker to swipe me through, and they'd be like, nah. I'd be like, doo-doo-doo. And then on the other side, like, fuck out of here, B. You know what I mean? Just out of That's spite. Fuck with it. I'd be spite man. <laughs> I, got, I got one extra last bonus okay. one real okay. quick. Yeah. What is the best pair of sneakers ever? Ooh, that's a fucking. Or what's your favorite? Oh, that's yeah. a tough one. My favorite. Top pairs. three, even. Top three. Now nah, anyway, we're gonna go. We're gonna do facto because right. it looked like the room was like, "Come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> making it too easy." Oh, uh, <laughs> shit! I like a Jordan Four. Mm-hmm. I like these Oreo Jordan Fours. These are hard. I like Fours, but that's a sentimental thing. That was the first Jordan I ever got. I love a Three. You know what I mean? I like a six. I love the silhouette six. on a six. Um, ultimate favorite sneak of all time. Oof. I'm going to go Jordan 4. Jordan 4, I don't know what colorway. Jordan 4, fuck it. I'm going to go Jordan 4, and I might get heated on because this, this probably ain't the most popular. Jordan 4 military blue. Cause that was the first ever Jordan I got, so I got to get that has sentimental value. Well, that's a, that's a crack one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you definitely get respect for that. Well, thank you. All right, well, you survived Fan Bros Show and right. the rap segment. There it goes. I get a T-shirt. <laughs> it's in the mail. Okay. Tell the people where they can find you. Oh, you can find me. <laughs> he said, "Let's get him out of here." <laughs> when can we see you later? <laughs> uh. It is at D Lemon Comedy everywhere. Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, uh, Facebook. Yeah, that's it. And uh You have a show on MTV? Too? I have a show uh every Wednesday at eleven thirty. It's called Not Exactly News. It's uh, you know, it's silly as hell. It's like your local news team taking on the World Wide Web. You know what I mean? So you could you could check me there on MTV too. I'll be on MTV too quite a bit. My time day. Uh Wednesdays at eleven thirty, right after a good wilding out. You know what I mean? Shout out to Nick Cannon for that alley-oop. Nice. And, uh, oh, and I got a podcast called In the Conversation. Hey. So, Damn, everybody got a podcast hell now. Hell yeah. You going to bring us on? Yeah, why not? We'll figure it out. Curve. <laughs> <We'll figure laughs> that niggas. was a curve. It wasn't hey. no curve. He wanted me out of here two minutes ago. Now he wanted to come to the fight. Oh, yeah. That was just to see if he could come. You know what I mean? Yo, you, yo, you going to have us on? Of course. Yeah. But of course. You don't even know what we talk about. We could be talking about some crazy shit. Nah, but hell yeah, Ty. We got you. The whole squad. Fan Bros episode. So, 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 so. Thank you so much. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break right here, and we'll be right back to wrap up this episode of Fan Bros. 
Hey, this is Andrea Lewis, and when I'm not curating my YouTube comments, I am listening to Fan Bros. And welcome back, Fan Bros. Hope you've been enjoying this episode. But before we get out of here, we gotta talk some talk. You know what time it is. Tech Talk with Tatiana. That lovely sound effect. It is time for Tech Talk with myself. So the biggest news. <laughs> yeah, I, I did, did that. The biggest news this week is that Taylor Swift is apparently like the patron saint of indie artists, I guess. Um, if you don't know, Apple recently um, talked about how they're going to do Apple Music, their Beats Apple Music collaboration, which is their streaming service. And when people are signing up for this, the first three months is free. However, the catch is during those three months, artists um, were not going to get paid royalties during that free streaming period. So every time you had a three-month trial, artists weren't getting paid. Taylor Swift decided, you know what? I don't like this. I don't like the cut of your jib. I'm going to write you guys a little love letter just to let you know that I think it's wrong. And I think that although while people like me can, can shoulder that burden, people like indie artists cannot. So I think you guys should change your course. Apple's Eddie Q said, you know what, Taylor Swift? I think you're right. We're going to make an about face. And now Apple, I guess, will start paying their artists even during that free trial period. Yeah, they say that all artists will get paid during that free trial period. Yeah. And they already offer a better royalty than with standards. So. I don't. I kind of sort of don't like putting all the, like, giving her all the props for, like, like as if that's the yeah. one reason why. However, the media hasn't been saying that. And even Apple themselves has basically credited Taylor Swift with, I mean, she did really bring thing. it, you know. And because she's so big and she's yeah. a big name. And like, and also, the, the reason, another reason why was because she was going to delay her album 1989 on their service specifically because of them not paying. So they were like, uh, uh, uh. Oh, hold on now. Hold you know, on, you already on. fucked with Spotify. You, We're not going to let y'all fuck with us. <laughs> so, you know, we need your music. So here we are. Most definitely. I saw like some. Their music. Mm. I saw some photographer calling her out though and saying she's a hypocrite. I really didn't go into the story, but you know, mm -hmm. everybody's trying to take their. Listen, I don't really care at this point. Look, Apple's at least paying the people. They paying what they owe. So let's just do it. Pay what you owe. Yeah. Yeah, I got some tech news this week though, Tatiana. Really? Really? Shit. Yeah, because I have been playing the hell out of Bethesda's Fallout Shelter. Interesting. What With, is that? It's a mobile app game, I okay. think you would call it, because you can play it on your iPhone or your iPad. Mobile game, yes. It's free to download from the App Store. It's free? Yes, it's Oh, my free. God, I love free. <laughs> yeah, Excuse I do, me? too. It's That's what got me tired off the bat, when I was like, oh, this why free? Some, this it's some free 99 There's some in-app yeah. purchases uh, Well, that's how they make there. their money. I don't yeah. know. No, no. You know, Bethesda's really good with their games. And so far, I've seen no in-app purchases. I've been playing. Well, well, not tied to direct game here, but maybe, like, to help speed things along. Maybe, no? maybe? but you don't really need it. It's a fun-ass really? game where you're, like, basically, the you know, the premise of the game is you're building this fallout shelter and populating it with people. And... You know, you can build like a med lab. You build food. You build power Did you generator. Say meth lab or med lab? Med lab. Both. Oh. Both. Why not? Okay. I think <laughs> drugs do come into it at some point. But you know, you build up this shelter and you populate it with people. And then people have been using this game to just do the most wicked experiments. Mm. You know, like filling the shelter with nothing but like rooms where people can have sex in and birthing more people. What? Well, people <laughs> mate on this game. You so know, it's like you, a mating room. Yeah, there, there's, you know, oh. living quarters. And if okay. you put a male and a female in a living quarter, sometimes things, you know, happen. And okay. Oh, sometimes things pop off. Yeah, like the you know, <laughs> things pop off. Little babies are born oh. into your shelter. You raise them up and they become workers in your shelter okay. like everyone else. So you can basically run a slave farm if I you want. I was just saying, it sounds like 
slaves. You can do all. It, it is. It's one of those things that really leads itself this is, to experimentation. This is weird. No, it's, <laughs> yeah. First he got excited. It was free day. He said, "Oh wait, wait, wait." No, yeah. it, it is definitely. Quite this also sounds like it needs a lot of like your actual time. Like it. It, it does take. I I only play on the subway trip, so you know I just ignore it for the rest of the time. And if you know if my shelter gets overrun or whatever, I'm like. So far, though, so I think, like, it will, if you leave these this man and this woman alone, they're gonna be like rabbits. And just no, like, I think it does pause when you leave it because it doesn't seem to have been like where it's like so it's yeah, my shelter's like okay. overrun with people or okay. you know raiders have been killed. I'm everyone say there's else. nobody like wait raiders can come into your sex oh, dungeon yeah, yeah. and destroy everything. <laughs> yes, well, that's yeah. what, that's what you gotta I'm, protect it. Well, that's a good question because a lot of these like games like that, like where you build villages or buildings or whatever, like as you're when you're offline. Other real world people can come and no, raid no, you. no, no. So your shelter like is all by yourself. You, okay. Yeah, you can't be affected by. It, but okay. there are raiders, so just in-game computer, raiders. Yeah, computer generated gotcha. NPCs or NPCs whatever okay. who come at you and attack. There's all kind of different dangers and stuff, and you have to maintain your shelter and build it up. But it's definitely addicting. But I, I've managed to only play on subway rides and I enjoy it. But check it out. It's free. Fallout Shelter, and it ties into the oh new Fallout God. games. I'm- Nice. I already downloaded it, so I'm about to play. I'm yeah. still clutching my pearls at the second time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, uh, trust me, I loved it. I, I can't lie. I'm hooked, and I, and I love that it's free. So shout out to Bethesda. And now it's time for. I'm <laughs> leaving that in, by the way. But go ahead. <laughs> as long as you put the big echo over it. Yeah, yeah, sure. That's all I need. We'll yeah. do that. <laughs> um, real quick, in some news, the writing team behind the Agent Carter series is taking over Captain Marvel. From Kelly Sue DeConnick, who is leaving because she's too busy being rich right now. Wait, what, the movie or the? No, this is the uh, comic book series. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, I know, but you know, Agent Carter was pretty dope, so yeah. you know, it could work out. Look, Did you read um, Captain Marvel and the Carol Corps? Yeah, that was good. Yeah, yo, yo, I'm, I'm gonna say, I've been saying this a lot. Secret Wars, a lot of the times, isn't are the it crazy best, good? But they're, you know, the, the main series is insane. That goes without saying. But then I really have, I give a lot of props to some of these tie-ins. Like the Carol Core is dope. Uh, I read Squadron Sinister. There are a few tie-ins that are like, I'm, I, and honestly, I've read a few of them. I've been like, I wouldn't mind if this was the new Marvel Universe. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's dope, the experimentation they're doing right now, because they're doing a lot of stuff that you're not going to see in the regular Marvel Universe. Thor's as like a cop drama. That... That Did was, you read Thor it, 1? Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. Tatiana, uh, Kim, listen. Y'all have got to read this. It's it's like It takes the idea of Thor and turns it into, like, he's Law like, and it's order. like, it's like Law and Order Thor. And they're, like, these cops, like, on the beat, like, yeah. and they all have their hammers, like, that's their badge. Oh, it's so good. That yeah. actually sounds cool. And, like, there's and, like there's intramural struggles. Like, one of them was, like, talking about how much they hate mutants. And, like, Storm is one of the um, Thors. <gasps> and she's like, well, I'm a mutie, too. What you gonna do about it? Yeah. And, like, it's so good. Wait, you said Storm? I'm, I'm there. Yep. No, it's definitely. They even have the uh, fraud Thor in there. He's like, I, I, I kind of wish Is he was like actually Beta a cop. Ray Bill no, 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 no. Frog oh. Thor oh, and frog. Beta Ray Bill. Uh, okay. Yeah, but um, he's like, he's he's like a forensic specialist. He's a forensic specialist. I wish he was kind of like out there with them. Yeah, but. definitely. But the Squadron Sinister was dope because that one started off with the Squadron Supreme series that had been written a few years ago. All the heroes of the you know the Squadron Supreme series they show up in the first page, and by the second or third page they've all been murdered off. So it was like, you know, that one just, it was like, you think it should be about one thing, and it's like, no, it should be about something else. So I'm really, you know, I won't recommend every single last tie-in, but just the quite range. Quite a few of them are really quite a good. Few, and, like, all the different shit they're pulling off in them is, you know, I have I'm to I'm waiting for A-Force 2. That's all I need. Definitely that. Uh, Old Man Logan I've been liking. And Runaways starts soon, too. Wow. I love Old Man Logan. Yeah, I didn't even know Runaways was starting. That's 
Yeah, would you say about Old Man Logan? Because I love Old Man Logan. Uh, Old Man Logan, Logan. one of the tie-ins for Secret Wars. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yes, 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 Issue okay. two is out. Very dope. Yes. Uh, and some other related superhero news, NBC has officially announced that Heroes Reborn will premiere. Yeah, whatever. Anyway. Oh, wow. Do you care about Heroes? 8 p.m. on Thursday, September 24th. You have a curve to whatever you No, 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 let's ask. Like, does anybody really care about Heroes after all this time? I'll never forget that, you know, how good that first season was. And then when I was sitting in Ethiopia watching the second season. And how bad it was. And I remember I was, like, downloading (laughs) episodes. And this was, like, off LimeWire back in those days. And I was, like, I was really pressed. You know, I was pressed. Clearly. Yeah. (laughs) LimeWire in Ethiopia. Yeah, and it took you hours, you know, to get an episode. And then after all that wait. 1.25. And then I'm sitting there watching. Megabytes per second. And I'm, like, yo, this shit sucks. <laughs> Megabits per second, and, and I had slow. no other TV. Wait, is it the original cast or what? Who gives a shit? I don't know. It's you know, Heroes Were Born premieres 8 p.m. on Thursday, September 24th. Because there's like even even when the show was like at its prime during the first season, when I mean, it was still good, they didn't really have an end in sight. No, hell. So no. I don't know what they plan on doing about reviving it, but. Rounding out TV news, watch Mr. Robot. Yes. Oh, God, it's so good. USA. Wa- Jesus. Jesus. Thanks to Kimson. Kimson. Space Ghost producer. Space Ghost. And, and, and um, Chico, Leo. Chico Leo. I love y'all forever. That is my shit. I am an official stan. I, I'm i with it. I'm I can't lie. Definitely. It's good. Yeah, definitely. And also, we might want to check out, well, I am going to check out Humans, which premieres um, on in the U.S. on June 28th on AMC. Um, it's basically about robotics and AI and that whole society and how to affect society and all that stuff. So I'm A lot of it. good summer shows coming out that aren't yeah. with, with Halle Berry in it. Not extant. Oh. And now you got a pick of the weed for us, Chico? I do. So one of the areas that I disagree a little bit with the rest of the fan bros, I happen to like the first two X-Men movies more than the recent two. Trash. And one of the reasons is because X2 had one of my favorite X-Men in it, and it was Nightcrawler. And if you go on Netflix, there is a Nightcrawler movie on Netflix. Unfortunately, it does not have Nightcrawler from the X-Men. But it is still a really good movie. Jake Gyllenhaal gives a really, really dope performance as a sociopathic paparazzi, self-taught paparazzi dude. And if you, it, it, it sort of felt like a throwback to 70s movies like uh, King of Comedy and Taxi Driver. Um, he's definitely unlikable, but there's something fascinating. He's awesome. It's a really dope performance. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. It's a really dope performance. He definitely inhabits the role. Not like last time. Right. Did he went, did he, I know that movie won something. Won some type of, did it win like an Oscar? I mean, he was nominated no, for a lot. No, he wasn't nominated Oh, he wasn't nominated for the Oscar. That's, that's the right. Right, but J.K. Jerk. Simmons was nominated he, for Whiplash. Oh, well, yeah, J.K. Yeah. deserved it. Yeah, but, but he. So yeah, did, J. Jonah Jameson. Right? Night, yep, yep. Yeah, Nightcrawler did not, did not win. Um, did not get nominated, and he and deserved it. For them to make a movie of Nightcrawler and it didn't even feature Kurt Wagner and it's dope, <laughs> you should definitely check it out. There was no teleporting. I'm in the so film. proud of you for that segue and that intro. That yes, was magic. You that like was that. smooth as shit, Chico. Nice you did fucking that. job. Bamf. <laughs> oh, that was awesome, Chico. I'll definitely be checking out Nightcrawler, even though I've already seen it. I loved it the first time I saw it, but now that I know it's on Netflix, I'll have to peep it again. All right, before we get out of here, is there anything else, Tatiana? Yes, we are now putting out a call for a videographer. We do need a videographer, preferably if you're in New York City area, please hit us up. If not, still hit us up anyway. We do need help. And we also are looking for a junior video editor. If you're interested and you have the skills to pay the bills, email us at contact at fanbros.com. 
Why'd I gotta be junior? Because we already have a senior. Wow. I mean, I know, but they don't gotta be junior. <laughs> Rude. You should put them second in the command. You know, you, you, no. you have to earn no. second in command. You don't. No. You know, junior, you don't get. You're my son. Your son and I'm talking. He ain't my son, but you my bitch. <laughs> Jonathan Frakes was not uh, number two uh, immediately. He it had to earn that. He didn't get Con to make L it. wasn't so. Superman too. He, he was super boy. He didn't get to boy. make it so immediately. He had to earn that. <laughs> all right. Well, all right. We oh, are looking for yeah. video editors. Yeah videographers yes if you have any type of video skills at all we're looking for you yeah we got a bunch of dope new stuff that's going to be hitting youtube our yeah. fan bros tv so yeah. if you want to get in on that and be a part of the movement yeah and if you are in the tri-state area it'll be a bonus because then you could come with us to all the cons and stuff that we go to so if we can hit you up. in the butt yeah. swag <laughs> <laughs> i also want to give a big shout out before we get out of here to as always shouting out con Kane, who provides the showbill illustrations and has some new hotness, hotness for us dropping this week Fire. and i got to give a big shout out to mr morris man that dude that dude is Flames the funniest emoji. man on Twitter. The workaholic himself who has mm. gone above and beyond the Call of Duty. M- Mr. Th- Morris, flame emojis, 100 emojis, hands up emojis, all the emojis. Follow that man on Twitter. Shout outs to everyone else who supports us. Shout outs to all our authors and writers over at fanbros.com, all our content creators. We love y'all. Do remember to follow us on Twitter, Instagram. At Fanbros Show. Fanbros.com. Subscribe to our newsletter. Go to our shop. There's t-shirts. Always t-shirts. Yes. And speaking of of t-shirts, we are looking for designs. If you have anything, you can also hit us at contact at Fanbros.com. If you have that sharp eye for art that steals with the pen, hit us up. Oh, hey. Um, Okay, so a couple of weeks ago, we did something with our Instagram called Hip Hop and Geek-ish. And I was told to turn it into t-shirts. Yes. Yes. Now, I think that something... He hasn't done it yet. Let me get there. Okay. Because I'm going to announce something that none of y'all know about. I'm giving away five of them. Wow. (gasps) What do we have to do? What do we have to do? Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Like us on Facebook. And if you like uh, one of the Instagram pictures, just comment the name of this episode, and I'll pick someone, I'll pick five people, to get a shirt. Okay, we're going to post that those instructions on our fanbros.com mm-hmm. site, and we're going to tweet about it. So if you want to win five, mm-hmm. and only you want, five. If, no, we're, if you want to win one of five. One of yeah. five, sorry. One I, ain't of made, five. I ain't made of money. <laughs> okay, so one of five, hit us up. Mm-hmm. All right, that's about it. Anything else before we get out of here, Tatiana? Don Lemon offends me. Fan-